For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Hallelujah. Praise God. We just had our Holy Ghost meeting and uh, I trust we all celebrated. We all had experiences, manifestations. I mean, words of knowledge, prophecies were given and um, all through the week we've had so many countless um, moments of, of people sharing their testimonies and I trust that as we sit and as we continue to look for more, somebody said more, somebody say more. I am looking for more. I am looking for more. I am looking for more. Except you're not looking for more. I am looking for more. I am waiting to I'm waiting to manifest more. I'm waiting to demonstrate more. I want to see signs, wonders, and miracles happen every day in my life. Hallelujah. I want to see the power of God work in my life every day, every moment, every minute. I want more. Say more. Hallelujah. That is the knack. We call it knack. It should be a certain desire in your spirit to want to see more. Praise God. A believer who doesn't want to see more is your problem. Me, I want to see more. Hallelujah. Say, I want to see more if you believe it. Yeah, more. More. More of God. More of the power of God. If you've not been through things, you think miracles are jokes. Me, I want to see miracles. Praise God. I believe in miracles. Praise God. I believe in the power of prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say, I believe in miracles. I believe in the God. I believe in miracles. I want to see more. Yeah, that should be it. You're going through situations. You want to see more. Because you need more. If you don't need more, you, you lose all. <laughs> the devil is fighting us every morning. Every afternoon, every evening. You don't want more. That's what he has done to you. The enemy, that's what he has done to you. Not to look for more. So you stay like that. Praise God. I've told you that after Holy Ghost meeting, don't come into those house with any face that is not looking godly. After Holy Ghost meeting. You can't look some way. <laughs> you are not going through more than I'm going through. Are you here this morning? And I'm smiling, you are frowning. <laughs> Glory! We have every reason to thank God. Wash Nyawaya 
Anopemi fima kume Ani majinyine Mika semida Oh Nyawaya yo Nyawaya Ama medosu Minyamye Nyawaya If he has not done anything for you, you can sit down Anotimi fima Ani majinyine Mikasa Omeda Anopeyo Mifima Anima Mikasa Meda Oasafo Yesyo Yefriya Eniyaji Oyekase Yeda Yeni yebusi enyina Yefriya Oni yadi Yekase Yeda Wase Hallelujah Let's just move our seats for a minute Hebrews 2 The devil is a liar Hebrews 2. One of the things we learned in Holy Ghost meetings is not to keep your cool, right? You have a shout in your spirit. 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 Glory! Hey, don't, don't keep quiet though. <laughs> you know, in Holy Ghost meetings, you are giving instructions. You, are, you, you see demonstrations. You see all kinds of things. What it means is that you are supposed to carry it along with you. Holy Ghost meetings should stir you up so you stay in that. Hallelujah. I'm just reminding you of the things you, uh, just a week ago, don't let them slip. Are you here? That's why I'm doing all these things. So, so you can keep in that same fire. Somebody shout fire. fire. Keep the fire. And one week at Chimna, why doors are? <laughs> Somebody says it's the vicissitudes of life. Oh. Put fire in the vicissitudes of life. Put fire in the situation. Shout fire. Hebrews 2. Hebrews 2. There's one. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Lest at any time we should let them slip. Lest at any time we should let them slip. So there are things that can slip. Ha. Are things that we can slip. We can make them slip. Now some people know some things and it gets to a time, they look at them and say, I, I'm not too sure whether I know this thing or no. Really? Hey. You know how to pray? It gets to a time. What is all about this prayer? I mean, I want somebody to see for me and tell me. Ah, ah. I mean, right now I'm at my wits and I want somebody to know how to pray for me. Me, this prayer, prayer. I've prayed, I've prayed, I've prayed. You've made them slip. Say prayer. Hmm. I prayed the other day. Something didn't happen. You know. hmm. Will this prayer work? You've made it slip. God answers prayer. If there is a man to pray, there is a God to answer. Come on. If there is a man to pray, there is a God to answer. Are you here? <laughs> you can make them sleep. No things of God. No spirituals. You can make them sleep. Easily. 
And I've told you that as you see people sleep off, it should tell you that you have to keep yourself on your toes. If you see ministers sleep, you are not any better. If you see in the faith who have, who, have, who have done a lot in the kingdom and sleep, what it means is that don't forget things you the things that made you who you are. Don't stop it. Don't stop it. As a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. One year, one who is the obi? Who is the obi? You keep at it till death do you. We are talking about faithfulness here. You keep at it. You keep at it. The things you have learned, you keep at it. You keep at it. Till the very end. Till the very end. Don't stop. So you can make them sleep. For if the word spoken by the angels, by angels was steadfast, and every transgression was the, of every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing witness, bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and diverse miracles. And gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will for unto the angels hath he put had he not put in subjection the world to come whereof we speak. Verse 6. But one in a certain place testifies saying what is man that thou art mindful of him or the son of man that thou visitest him. Hallelujah. So in our discussion um, on this particular series, we saw you know, that salvation was for all who, 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 uh, who is to be saved, whosoever, who can be saved, whosoever. We began to appreciate that the work of Christ is sufficient for all. The work of Christ was for all. The work of Christ was not for some. He did not come to save you alone. He came to save us. It's his business to save the world. His agenda was a global agenda. It was a worldwide agenda. In fact, his agenda was for all humanity. All humanity. All humanity. So salvation is of the Lord. But we saw that salvation came through Christ. Salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. He says and from a child 2 Timothy 2, 15, um, 3 15 and from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. The unto there is concerning salvation. So there's an arrival point in your study of the scriptures that should lead you into salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. What it means is that if you study the Bible and you are not able to arrive at that conclusion then you never studied. If you read the Bible and you are not able to look at that arrival point of the scriptures, so the word unto there means that if I read all the scriptures together, I must come to that destination. Are you here? What it means is that you cannot have, it will not be a casual glance. You would have to have, it says that you have known or ido. It means that you are acquainted with the scriptures. So a thorough read of the scriptures will make you come to that point. Are you here? Which is salvation through faith. 
in Christ Jesus. Are you here? Very, very important. So, we, we saw that. We saw that everybody can be saved. Everybody can be saved. Not all will be saved, right? Everybody can be saved. Because we'll have to present the message to for you to either accept or reject. We came to a very important point where we said that nobody can be counted out. I mean, everybody is a candidate of God's salvation because his work was for all. Don't be quick to run people out of the... Don't be quick to... How do you use that expression? Don't be quick to count people out. No. Your job is to stick at it, continue to preach and continue to teach. It's the business of the Holy Spirit to convict and to convince. Your part of the bargain is to continue to preach. And don't forget, until the earth is covered with this message, he's not coming. So he's waiting for you and I to come. You're not catching it. <laughs> oh Lord, I want you to come and so I go to heaven. You are selfish. Some are not saved yet. In fact, don't be surprised that some are yet to hear the gospel you are hearing. Because when they should put their radio stations on some channels, they will never hear any gospel. All they will hear is die by fire. And that cannot be the gospel. So don't be surprised that people even close to you may not have come into contact with the gospel. Why? The gospel is a specific message of a king and his kingdom. His exploits, his victories, his conquest. So if the message is not about that person and it's about any other thing, then the person we are sure has not received the gospel. So how can they receive if you don't preach? The reason why you and I are so important in this kingdom is because we have come into contact with the gospel. So we cannot wait for others to do. We should go and pray the Lord of the harvest that he will also push more cast out more into the field. Are you following here? So if you come to church alone like this, it means you are not understanding what I'm preaching. It should give you a heavy heart that you come to church without anybody. You come to church alone. It should prick you once you are entering, Lord. Oh Lord, I've come again. Oh Lord. I should see it in your countenance. <laughs> yeah. What it means is that with all the things that we are doing, the Lord is investing so much in us. Oh. Mm. It's not for yourself. Oh. It's not for yourself. No. No, it's for someone else. Yes. How much, how much of message do you need? But you need this for yourself and then for another person. It is out of the abundance that you have that you can transmit to someone. You saw in Holy Ghost meeting that we are transmitters. Right? You remember? So why are you keeping? <laughs> why are you hoarding? Eh? Why are you keeping and why are you hoarding? Don't do that. Tell your neighbor, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we saw quite a bit, right? We will take you through some of the things because uh, I know some of you may have forgotten some of the things. So you have forgotten some of the things already. Eh? So who can be saved? Whosoever. Do you remember? Whosoever. Right? Say. So, Salvation is the will of God for every man. Salvation is the will of God for every man. Right? We saw in 2 Timothy, right? Let's go to 2 Timothy. Let me fresh you on that quickly and then we move on. 2 Timothy. 1 Timothy, rather, 2. 1 Timothy 2. 1 Timothy 2, 1. Are you there? Can you help me read? Do you have a microphone? I saw therefore that first of all, yes, supplication. 
prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Don't take them out. They are important for kings and for all that are in authority. Including your president, including your district assembly, including your wicked boss. <laughs> Including the one who took your husband away, who took your wife away. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> who stole your money? Yes. You don't pray die for fire for someone who has stolen my money. If I be a servant of God, who has heard message from Pastor Dusi, if I speak, you are dead. I have not taught you that one. <laughs> I have not taught that one. <laughs> for all that in authority, for kings, and for all that are in authority, Hallelujah. Yeah. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. Uh huh. In all godliness and honesty. He says, Is what? Is good and acceptable in the sight of our Savior. Is good. So if you are looking for what is good and acceptable, you know it. You know it. You know it. You know it. Now, when you look at Romans, you remember Romans? Um, Romans, 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 Romans. When he says that um, 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 present yourself a holy um, present yourself and present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto the Lord. He says that you may know that which is good, which is acceptable and the perfect will of God. Now, that which is good and acceptable, you've seen it. Is it very clear to you now? So, you don't look for it, you know it. Say, I know what is good and acceptable that I pray for my president. I pray for those in authority. I pray for those who collect my tax and go and misuse it. My part is to pray. I don't go judge. I pray. Are we here? Yeah, you don't go and they are taking attacks. They don't use it for anything and then I'll swerve. You evade tax. When they catch you, in fact, your punishment will be because you know small Holy Ghost. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So you know what to do. You know what to do. Don't become one of them. You are not one of them. You are not of this world. Are you here? I have a serious message to preach to, but catch this one too. It's part of the revelation. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. Yeah, don't swerve. <laughs> I know there are some people who swerve tax. Don't. <laughs> you know, there are some people, uh, PAYE, they want to take, give me my PAYE. <laughs> hey! They are wild workers, so. <laughs> eh? Small tax for government, give me, make a chop. Hey! Praise God. You know, say, I know what is right. And I do what is right. Because I'm a child of God. Not because of anything. Because of who you are. You know what to do because you know it's in your grace. It's in your fiber. A believer who doesn't know who he is is the one who will do, do you know, do you remember Paralogizomai? Who will live outside himself. Say, I know who I am. I know my father. I live after the patterns of my father. I am, not, I am not a bastard. I am not one of those outside. 
I know the kingdom I come from. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, I represent my kingdom. I represent my kingdom. I represent my kingdom. Wherever I go, in whatever situation I find myself, I will not lose my faith. I will not shake up my faith. I will not shake up my responsibilities. I know who I am. I say, wherever, in your school, at your marketplace, at your office, wherever, you know who you are. You must always identify yourself. Praise the Lord. I know mothers will tell you when you are going to school, know the, the, the home from which you are coming from. People are going to come from so many homes that we are not aware of. You're going to meet all kinds of people, but know who you are and where you are coming from. The where you are coming from is not necessarily Tema Ashama. No, it's the house from where you are coming from. Are you here? So identify yourself and distinguish yourself. It's a good counsel in the spirit. It's the same. You must know who you are and where you are coming from. We are coming from victory. We are coming from the kingdom of light. Eh? The one we belong to is light in whom there is no darkness at all. So if you are becoming shady and fishy, you are of another kingdom. Say, I am not shady. And I'm not fishy. I am clear as light. Hallelujah. Keep telling yourself. Oh. <laughs> Don't lose your identity. He is roaring like a lion. Seeking whom he may devour. If you look like him, he's the next address. Let me put it better. He's seeking whom he may devour. If you look like him, you are his next address he will come to. So, this morning I have quite a bit to do. Let's, let's quickly go. So, it's very important that we understand the subject of salvation, right? Very, very important. So, we are looking at the concept of salvation. In our understanding salvation, we are looking at the concept of salvation. And it's very clear to us that um, if we want to understand salvation proper, and I'll take it from another point as my teacher has, has, has taught, and I think it's very, the approach is very important and it will bring us a lot of understanding. I want you to pay very close attention because if you're going to look at salvation outside the love of Christ, you, you will not understand it. Salvation is the love of Christ demos to us. So if you're going to know, so if it's about the love of Christ, then we must know the length, the breadth, the height, the width. You remember Ephesians 3? Let's do that quickly. Ephesians 3.14. Ephesians 3.14. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We just read it, right? Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant unto you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by the by his spirit in the inner man. Verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend in with all the saints, what is the breadth and length and depth and height? And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge. Now, that knowledge there is, 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 is sensual knowledge. That knowledge there is common sense. So, if you're going to situate salvation in common sense and sensual knowledge, you've missed it. Because this love goes beyond which passeth knowledge. Hmm. That's why when it comes to salvation, you're not going to... I, 
I gave you an analogy the other day. It's that some of us have kept ourselves and kept ourselves. We don't even have children. And those who have not kept them, who have aborted 2,000 times to have children. Ah, what's your problem? You are keeping yourself to have children. Or you are keeping yourself because you know that is right. <laughs> it's that some of us who do the good business, we are not getting money. Those who do the kululu, they are making money. Are you doing business because you know it is right? Or you are just looking for money? If you are just looking for money, very soon you will lose your faith. Keep at it. Whether you have children or not, whether the money is coming or not, you know what is right. That is what I'm teaching you. This world is a crazy world. If you are not too careful, eh? <laughs> the enemy will... Jesus had the audacity to say, the enemy came to me, but has nothing of his with me. The son of man, who was man, the believer must also be able to stand and say, the enemy came to me, he has nothing of his with me. Are you here? But did he come? Did he come? But has nothing of his with me. And in me. That's why Jesus was our, in fact, is still our example. Perfect sacrifice. The believer who is born after Christ must also have that example. Are you here? You are a bearer of light. A bearer of light. A bearer of light. So, you are still on salvation, right? <laughs> so, the Bible talks about the length and breadth and depth and height of the love of God. And that's it. The power of his love. The power of his love. The Power of a love. Why? Because salvation cannot be taught outside that love. Although Morosuna, you see, there is always a Moroso. goes beyond natural concern. So, are you following here? Yeah. 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 So, it's very, very important. Okay, John 3 16, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loved the world. He gave. So, why did he give? Because of love. Why did he give? So, salvation is a product of his love. Are you following? Very, very important. It cannot be discussed outside the love of God. So that if you're also going on now, pursue people for, for salvation. You should also do it in the presence of love. Not because of what you think they have done or how they look. It's the love of God that is shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. You also go and demonstrate that same love. Are you here? No. Yeah, yeah. We, cannot, we cannot just sit and, and see people die. It is not allowed. Say it is not allowed. Hallelujah. So that's the essence of the plan of salvation. What's the essence of the plan of salvation? Love. The essence of the plan is love. First Timothy 2, 1 to 5, we saw it. That all men may be saved. All men. All men. Why? In verse 5 of 1 Timothy 2. Verse 5. For there is one God. Why should all men be saved? Why? There is one God. Verse 5. And one mediator between God and men. The man Christ Jesus. Follow very carefully. Who gave, verse 6, who gave himself for a ransom for all so that 
all may be saved. His ransom was for all. The provision was for all. So everybody is qualified to receive. So the choice is for you to either receive or reject. But the provision is there. This is the provision. You either accept or reject. But the provision is there. Hallelujah. And this provision is for all. Including the fetish priests in your village. Including the witch in your hometown. <laughs> including the killer who is your neighbor. You are not catching it. And we call it love. I can't understand. Yes, it's true. Don't understand. Accept. <laughs> because if you want to understand, you can't understand. Because there's, it goes beyond human knowledge. Human conception. Are you following here? Yes. Yes. Now, this morning we want to do some discussion on two men. But before I come to that, we know of the deity of our Lord Jesus Christ. We know of deity means the divinity of God. We know the divinity of Jesus as God. We know Jesus as God. And that is not in contention at all. Jesus as God. Uh, uh, the Savior as God who became man. The Savior as God. When we look at John 1, 1, the beginning of was the word, word was with God. Word was God. So we are not we are not confused. Micah 5, 1 and 2, we know that. Hebrews 1, 6, Psalm 1, 1, 0, verse 1. But Jesus is also referred to as the son of man. He's also referred to as the son of man. I think somebody, somebody asked me a question like that in course of the week. Pastor, what is this son of man, son of God, son of God? I think I give some explanation to that. But Jesus is also referred to as the son of man. Remember when he said that um, birds have holes, uh, foxes have holes, birds have nests, but the son of man has no place. He calls himself the son of man, has no place. Talks about his humanity. Now, if you are looking at the Christ, when we say the Christ, we are talking about the office of the Savior. If you look at the office of the Savior, the Christ, and you are not able to appreciate that that Christ is man, salvation is not complete, or your understanding of salvation will not be complete. So, the Savior is man. The Savior of the world, who is God, is man. Full man. Full man. You understand why we are going this tangent. You understand it very shortly. Jesus Christ, he says, look at it. There is one mediator, right? Verse 6. Are you reading with me? 1 Timothy 2, 6. Verse 5, rather. For there is one God. Are you following? There is one God. And one mediator between God and man. You remember last week I told you to underline that. The man Christ Jesus. So the occupier of the office of the Christ is a man. Let me shock you further. The one sitting on the throne now is a man. Because the Sota, the Savior, the Christ is man. He is the one who resurrected as man. And who is seated as man. So the one who incarnated is man. The one who died is man. The one who resurrected is man. The one who is seated on the throne now is man. Are you following? We will come to that. It's all salvation issues. We will deal with it. Hallelujah. So this morning, like I said, we are going to restrict our study to two persons. What did I say? How many people? 
two persons, right? So, I've told you that if you're understanding is not complete on these two persons, your understanding of salvation will be, will be shady. Hallelujah. How many people are going to talk about two persons? <laughs> two persons. I said, the two persons are number one, Adam and Adam. So write it. The two persons are number one, Adam. Number two, Adam. Aha. Aha. Follow close. It's going to be very interesting. It's the beginning of understanding what is sin, how the sin come, and all of that. Praise God. But we are saying that for us to understand, to get there, we must understand that humanity is determined, the course of humanity is determined by two persons, Adam and Adam. Write it. <laughs> the destiny of humanity is determined by two personalities, Adam and Adam. In fact, the summary of mankind is in two people, Adam and Adam. Follow closely. In Genesis 1, Adam was not just a name. Pay attention. No. In Genesis 1, because we know anytime you say Adam, we are looking to a person, right? A person. We know a man in the beginning who is Adam. But anytime we mention Adam in the Bible, it's not only talking about a person. It's also talking about a title or a function. A title or a function. I'll read it to you very shortly. You'll get it. A title or a function. A title or a function. Look at verse 26 of Genesis 1. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have. Ah, let us make man after our image and likeness. He didn't say and let him. So Adam there is a title. Please pay attention. If you don't get this, salvation will be too difficult for you. I've told you that your understanding of Genesis is the clue to Bible, Bible interpretation. Do you, are you catching it? So uh, we will come to verse 1, 2, 3. No problem. But get this. Anytime we talk about Adam, we are talking more of a function than a person. We are talking more of a title than a person. We are talking more of a progenitor. What it means is that someone who begins a race, race, race is race, race is uh, like generation, Jijimel, race. And Megbeto Fomie is the race. Are you following? So Adam becomes the, the beginner of a Fomio. So it's not just a person. We are talking about a function. Follow closely. Are you here? That a glimmer Genesis Olo. Genesis is not story, story. And God created the sun and the moon. There are serious issues there. Everything must be explained. Because the whole of Genesis, in fact, the creation story was a vision showed Moses which has literals and metaphors. Literals are when you see trees, tree. Metaphors are when you see trees, it is telling you something else. 
The metaphors in Genesis are more than the literals, especially for the creation story. So if you want to read it like English and or reading and comprehension, uh-uh, you will fail. Because there are more metaphors that have to be explained in the revelation of the scripture, which is epistles, which will give you a better work out this one, which will give you a better understanding of what happened in the beginning. Are you following here? Mm-hmm. Let me give you one quick example. By the time that at the time we're talking about God removed the rib, rib of Moses. Science had not developed to that point for them to even appreciate how rape can be removed. So if they saw something like that, you know that it's pure metaphor. Are you getting it? It's just like you are talking about spacecraft in Moses' days. Is it possible? They don't even know it. So for you to talk about God and God put somebody into sleep, deep sleep, and removed the rape and formed a woman. The last time I checked, any rape that you remove is as dangerous as you being dead. You didn't catch it. And then they took that rape and formed a woman who also has the same number of rape like a man. What is that? It's metaphor. Are you catching it? It's metaphor. <laughs> so, we don't read the Bible like follow. He said, let us make man. Pay attention. No. Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them Then he says, and God created man in his image and after his likeness. Female created them. So in the Adam is male and female. You are not catching it. So Adam is not a man. Adam is a representative of a race. Made of males and females. Do you Let me go back. <laughs> the devil is a liar. Now, so let, let me go back by taking it one after, one after the other. Are you, ready? Are, are, are you ready to stay one hour? All right. Because you need to understand it. Because I wanted to preach for just one hour. And then I'll go. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. So, I've just told you that Genesis 1. I just read Genesis 1 to you, right? Let's read it again together. You have to watch your Bible. Though. Read it from your Bible. As I'm also reading, it, it helps us. Verse 26, chapter 1 of Genesis. And God said, make man. Now, as we move forward, we'll look at let us make. We'll look at that one. Us, us. We'll look at that. Don't. Huh? Are you worried? We'll look at Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over... Do you see them? Do you see them? I thought God says, let us make man. What it means is that that man, Adam, is only a representative, we call it progenitor. Progenitor means that the beginner of a race. So, we saw the beginner of a race in a person called Adam. 
But Adam is more than just a person. It's a whole race. I'm a better for me. Oh, no, no, I make a jeff for me. Gome, you're be Adam. And no, be Adam, la. Many a medeco, your milo, for me. I'm for me. I'm a better for me. Are you here? <laughs> okay. So this one, I just have to sit and cough off. Do you remember when we prayed? He said, we are going to unlearn, to learn and relearn. It's one of the things you are doing. Because your understanding here must be very clear. So, when, 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 when you don't, when your understanding of salvation it's not clear about the Adam. That's why I said we are going to talk about two Adams, right? The first Adam and the second Adam. Humanity will be represented by two. The destiny of human race will be determined by two persons. The first Adam and the second Adam. Are you here? Did you, read, did you write that one? Good. So, when you go to... Um, from the, from the scriptures has to be explained in the epistles. Look at Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. You see, our study of sin, the doctrine of sin, salvation, if you are, in fact, you have to go and read Romans chapter 5 very well. Especially from uh, verse 12 to 21. A summary of the whole Bible. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 21 is like the summary of the Bible. So your understanding there must be very clear. Let's look at verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Follow closely. We are going to read to 21. Follow closely. I hope also we have access by faith to his, into this grace wherein we stand. Choice, rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, we glory in patience also. Knowing that tribulations worketh patience and patience and hope. What's happening here? And experience hope. I think it's better now. Can you hear me? Is it the battery? Because we need, we need to flow with this teaching very well. Can I continue? And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by, by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength in due time, who died? Christ died for the ungodly. Who did he die for? The ungodly, the ungodly, for scarcely a, for, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. Is there scarcely will somebody die for a righteous man? Uh, of course, for a good man, peradventure, like someone may die. But look at this. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, so the ungodly are sinners, right? Are sinners. Are you following? So an ungodly person is a sinner, right? 
or guide. So, he commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than, pay attention here, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Through him. Through who? Through Christ. Verse 10. For even when we were enemies, so now the ungodly, the sinner, is the enemy. <laughs> so we we'll come to understand why we became enemies, right? Because we, how, can, how can the sinner be called an enemy? We will come to that. But follow. Just flow. See, I'm following. <laughs> For much more than being unjustified with the, by his blood, we shall be saved from his wrath, from, from wrath through him. Verse 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, how much more be reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Much more. We'll come to all of that. Verse 11. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we now receive the atonement. Verse 12. Wherefore, as by one man, verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man. So we are going to talk about first Adam and second Adam. First Adam man, second Adam man. First Adam, Adam, second Adam. I will mention it very shortly. Are you following? Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered. Now, sin entered means that sin was not. By man means that through the activity of man, by, by, by. By means that there was an activity. When we say this is done by the Holy Ghost, it means that it was through the instrumentation of the Holy Ghost. Are you following? So, by the instrumentation or the activity of man, sin found opportunity to enter the world. So, who allows sin to enter? We'll answer it very shortly. Don't be in a rush. <laughs> by one man, Sin entered. Now, the word entered is the Greek word exegomai. Exegomai means that a foreign object entered. It was not there originally. But man, through his activity, allowed a foreign object to enter. Follow closely. Your understanding of this will make your Christian life better. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. So it says, sin entered. Let's, let's go on quickly. And so death. Let me read it again. For wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world. Entered into the world. And death by sin. So sin produced death. Sin came. And now began to produce. Produce what? Death. So death by sin. You remember when I was teaching, telling, teaching you when, when I think I had a discussion with you some time ago and I told you that don't try to allow the enemy to come. If he comes, you have no idea where he will end. <laughs> so sin came and sin produced death. Yet God told you, don't. We'll come to that very shortly. Don't sleep, oh. You are going to teach this. Are you following? Read with me, read with me, so you don't sleep. Read with me. <laughs> read with me. Let's go, verse. Uh, 
Yeah, we are still doing trouble. And so death passed upon all men because it was through the instrumentation of one man. Death passed upon all men. Why? He is the beginner of the race. Are you following? Hmm. For all have sinned. Verse 13. And for until the law, sin was not in the world. But sin, no, let me take it again. For until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed where, when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned. We are going to look at that word. Reigned. Death reigned. Sin came, produced death. Now, it's not sin that is reigning. Death is reigning. Sin came, produced death. Now, death reigned. Because the ultimate end of sin should be death. Sin was just promoter. But the real intent of sin is death. So, now death reigned. I don't know how this is ministering to you. Be on your guard. Oh. We are still doing salvation, but you be. <laughs> don't allow what ought not be allowed. Man, one man, progenitor, beginner of a race, one through whom all men will come. Allowed. Allowed. Sinking, death reigned. Look at it. They are talking about Adam. <laughs> now, where are we? 14. Reign from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam, Adam's transgression. Underline Adam's transgression. We're going to look at Adam's transgression. Who is the figure of him that was to come? So that Adam. We were looking for another Adam in his transgression. Because that Adam must become the figure of another Adam. In fact, the Adam that God wanted to create missed the mark. So there ought to be the second Adam. Are you following here? So that first Adam becomes the figure of the second because the first messed up, the second must come in the form of the first to correct. That he becomes now the figure of the second. Are you following here? And this was, it was not an afterthought. It was all in the, in the beginning. Are you following? Mm. So he missed so another must come in his figure now to correct. Because it's about man. Are you here? Where are we? My questions are deliberate. Where are we? It means you're also reading with me. Where are we? <laughs> I just finished 14. Let's do 15. But not as the offense. But not as the offense. So so also is the free gift. For if through the offense, so uh, sin 
uh, ungodly sin, enemy, offense. The Bible is explaining to us what happened in the beginning. Sin. So ungodly. Then he says sinners. Then he said enemies. Then he says offense. So he's just explaining to us as we read further down what was the problem. We became enemies through an offense. Is this just an offense? What offense? Who will get it? Are you following? The Bible is a, when you read it carefully, that's why we teach how to read the Bible and understand the Bible. The Bible explains itself. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not somebody's dream. We don't want to listen to anybody's dream. And in fact, most of the dreams are nightmares though. Okay. <laughs> One of those nightmares is deliverance from the power of darkness. It's not a good book to read. Do you understand what I've just said? Deliverance from the power of darkness is not, an, it's not a Holy Ghost inspired book. So don't read it again. If you used to read, let all the materials flash out of your mind because it's not true. It's not Holy Ghost inspired. Are you here? Yeah. Uh, when I get any of those books, I'll tell you why if I, if I get wind of any of such books, I'll tell the church, don't read. It's a useless book. Somebody's nightmare. A Nigerian's nightmare. Praise God. Are you here? So we see. So number the, um, verse what? 15. Oh. But, not, but not as the offense, but it so also is the gift of, of the free gift. For if through the offense of one man no, let me take it again. For if through the offense of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift of grace, which is by one man. Much more the grace of God, which is gift of grace by one man. Offense came by one. Free gift came, from, came by another man. And we know the man now, right? Who is that? Jesus Christ hath abounded unto many. Many. So now it is clear to us who the other man is. Who is the other man? So, Adam, man. First, Jesus, man. Second, Adam. Is that clear now? Let's go on. Small, small. <laughs> small, small. Adam, offense. Jesus, gift of grace. But they are man. So we are going to talk about two men. First, and those two men are Adams. Forgive my English. They are Adam. First Adam, second Adam. Hallelujah. Verse 16, right? And not as it was by one that sinned. But not as it was by one that sinned. So is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. So, enemy, offense, condemnation. I told you that the end result of sin is death. Condemnation. That was our trajectory. But thank God for grace. Hallelujah. <laughs> condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. So, in the first Adam is condemnation. But the second Adam is what? Justification. Hallelujah. 
I'm loving this. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. We are going to run some conclusions very shortly as we progress. Are you following? Hallelujah. Just have a few minutes more. Let's go. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Wow. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of, of one. So anytime you see one, is one man who, Man, 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 man. The author of salvation is not God, it's man. You are not catching it. <laughs> man, Jesus. One, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. Verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience, so the offense was a disobedience. The offense that brought condemnation was disobedience. So, what happened in the beginning was disobedience. Is it in your Bible? Do you have to dream to see? No. You just have to read carefully to see. The offense made us, in fact, disobedience was offensive. It, was, it became an offense. The offense made us enemies. <laughs> Brought us condemnation. That's all Paul is telling us. Disobedience. As what did. As what Are we following? Disobedience of one man shall many be made righteous. So it says, for as, for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. One man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered, we'll look at that later, that the offense might abound. Why? If not for the law, the offense would have been imputed. But the law came in to make the matter worse because now the law can impute. So, how? The law now comes and gives punishment. To the sin. Are you following? That's what the Lord did. So the Lord came to just aggravate issues. Why? Because it was still dealing with fallen men. The law by itself wouldn't have, would have produced that. But the Lord dealing with fallen men made us more fallen. Are you, are you following? <laughs> it was like. Because it was, still, it was falling, man, the law, instead of mitigating, became an adversary. Because it was still dealing with falling, men. If the nature is not changed, forget about the fruit. So, in, in salvation, it is not your fruit that changes. It is your nature. Because when the seed is changed, the fruit will change. The law came. It was dealing with the seed, the rotting seed. So, we will produce more rotting seed. Follow more rotten fruit. Are you following here? So in salvation, that's why the first part of you that will be saved is the, is the spirit. Because once the germ is correct, it will produce good fruit. Are you following here? Hmm. I've told believers that let's receive Christ and receive him well. Let's be sure we are saved. It's just a matter of time. You'll be fine. 
You, you come into Christ, you allow it. You sleep, you mess up, but over time, word, word, word. All of this happened in the Holy Ghost meeting for those of you who didn't come. <laughs> Do you remember? Word. It's just a matter of, by the time you realize the word has made you well, then grafted word that is able to save your soul. It didn't say spirit. Salvation of the soul that will be the renewal of the mind. Do you understand James now? Good. So many things are happening at the same time. Ha <laughs> ha. Glory to Jesus. So once I want now the first thing you should ask is, is the person saved or not saved? Stop that thing. We are dealing with salvation here. We are talking about the love of God here. We are talking about a good businessman here. Are you here? We are talking about all souls belong to him here. We are talking about one whose work was for all men here. So if somebody is not right, we first want to know the person saved. The person is saved. Give the person word. If the person is not saved, give the person salvation. We are not more interested in good works than the person being saved. It's important because once the nature is changed, the offshoots of that nature will begin to show. Are you following here? Very, very important. Very, very important. So, look at verse 21. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so, my grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. So right here we see two. Adam and Adam. First Adam, second Adam. First Adam, second Adam. Are you here? So we see that grace, grace is coming through the second Adam. Now what it means is that there's nothing like small sin, big sin. There's nothing like good sin, bad sin. Because sometimes, like my teacher said some time ago, he said, in their time, like when people mess up big time, he said, this one, we need a pint of Jesus' blood for this. Then when people mess up, you know, like they are not messing up, this one, you just insult it. We just need a teaspoon of God's blood. There's nothing like that. Sin is sin. It's not like good sin, bad sin. You know, there are some people who are so, <laughs> who are so confused in their mind to think that witchcraft will be white witchcraft and black one. You know, the black one is African witchcraft and then the white one is Abruche witchcraft. The black one does not do good. The white one does good. There's no good in hell. There's no good in evil. There's no good in Satan. Hallelujah. Witchcraft is witchcraft. There's something like white witch, black. What is this nonsense? Where, where from this one? White witch, they, they used to, they use the white witch to, to make planes and bridges. How can that be witchcraft? Sometimes it's where we are coming from. Hmm. Nyapa jeke nu nyemi kwa o sepo. Kebi o manyama wo. Vama me na kwa ajenye. Tami apa jeke ya nu nyemi kwa mi kolebe na mi aviwe sikbe. Hola mere vio chuno kole vio towa mire obe enyo. Trojime. Ajereke menyo. Tell your neighbor, I recommend you. Whether the person understands you well or not, tell your neighbor, I recommend you. I just don't want to talk about gift of the Holy Ghost. Okwa, I just love me. Fruit of the Holy Ghost, I just love me. No, no, make me open to sobriety, patience. Okwa, I just love me. 
whatsoever is good, whatsoever is uh, this, what do you see whatsoever is witchcraft? Oh, what they left me. So it cannot be. Praise God. You can preach this one, right? You can go to the market and tell them, Ajerekemenyo. Ajerekemyoko a business menu. Ajerekemyoko po vikbo menu. Praise God. We have so much to preach about. We are sitting down. And people are dying. Apeli dekemenyo. Emenya felie. Christo. Feli dekemenyo. Feli nyue dekemenyo. Praise God. That's the name of salvation. So, so you're either saved through Jesus or you're condemned in Adam. You're either saved through Jesus or you're condemned in Adam. Because Adam brought sin, condemnation, offense, guilt, destruction. But there's one who brought relief, who brought redemption, who brought salvation. The man Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So the price that was paid for that fellow that he said had aborted, had killed people in our village, in our city, is the same price that was paid for you who think you didn't do anything. Why? All are sinners. All are sinners. Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. Whether you thought you had sinned or not. Why? Because it may not necessarily be after the similitude of Adam's sin. Still, you're a sinner. Because the progenitor, who is the beginner of the race, has sinned. So, you're a sinner by default. See, I'm a sinner by default. In fact, I was a sinner by default. <laughs> now, I am saved. Hallelujah. So, whether the person says, yeah, Papa, I'm, I'm teaching salvation. Are you following the thing here? So, it's not about somebody saying that, as for you, all you need is go and get a good pastor. That you can get five pastors. One is a seer. One is a, a good prophet who can speak. Because there are some people who see who can say. So get one who sees. Then he will tell the one who can say. <laughs> get one who can teach you small Bible. Get one who can intercede. Because there are some prophets who can intercede. Have I got him for? The fifth one is one who can be visiting you. Right? Because there are some who are running away prophets and here. One who can be with you all the time. Are you okay? That, that must be dangerous. <laughs> if at that if God decided that it would have been chaos from the beginning, we wouldn't have been here. Don't do that. Number two, you, it's not about good works. That's why I pay that. I pay, I pay tithe, even though I don't understand tithe, I, I give to the poor. Father, you are still not saved. Oh, you know, we go to church, you know, once a year, we are fine. You, know, you don't need to read your, this Bible, Bible thing. Anybody who tells you that the person is a good unbeliever, who needs to be preached to good time? I'm telling you. It's no knowledge. It's foolishness. Complete. Oh, am I preaching to somebody here? If you hear people talk like that, they're aristocrats. People who are knowledgeable. It's pure foolishness. You see that person with a spiritual eye and see how reprobate the person has become. And begin to now supplicate that the person receives Christ. If there is no wisdom in that. It's foolishness. Complete. We are doing good. We are doing good. We are doing everything's fine. The world will be a good place. Who told you? So it's not about pint or teaspoon. All have sinned. So there are still sinners in the world today because not many have received Christ. Are you here? Tijo. <laughs> That's why I'm learning salvation. <laughs> Praise God. 
And thanks be to God that what Christ did paid for all. Paid for all. So it's not the sinner who is going to pay for. It is to accept what Christ has already done. That's how easy salvation is. To the extent that it beats the imagination of the wise. Are you serious? Somebody died. This your religion is too it's too horrid. It's just too horrific. It's too, they call it gory. Gory means it's too bloody. How can you serve a God who should die? Must he necessarily die? You are this love goes beyond human comprehension. Must somebody die? Now? I, mean, I don't want to see blood. And that person will eat fish. Sometimes you want to be too wise and we look too. Do you see the foolishness? You should not eat anything that has blood in it. You eat without thinking. <laughs> I've forgotten somebody worked on it. Have you seen how they work on tilapia before it's nice like that? Don't go hungry in the church. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. When the, the church has become so quiet, I'm talking about tilapia. People's minds are just flying. <laughs> flying. We are, still, we are still doing salvation. It's salvation in the house. Somebody told me the other pastor. I said we should not be eating while well. we, we come to church. But sometimes I say, our mind just fly. Your mind should stay here. Praise God. Let me round up. Let me round up so we go. Let me round up so we go. Let me round up so we go. Glory to Jesus. I still in the house. I am here. <laughs> oh, you are not seeing me. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Hmm. I'm here and I'm there and I'm everywhere. So, all men are sin. We have all sin. We are all sinners. There is no heavier blood. There is no light blood. There is no pint. There is no teaspoon. All have sin is all of sin. Hallelujah. How does this happen? Romans 12 is telling us that by one man, sin entered. A foreign object entered. Let me run now. That foreign object produced death. That foreign object had a claim on humanity. And so death reigned. That foreign object had a mindset. Destruction. He says, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is what? Through who? Hallelujah. That's Romans 6.23, right? Keep those ones in your pocket. Those ones, you know, Pastor, I want, I'm reading, I'm not getting. I've taught you how to do it. Read over and over again to stick. Are you following? There are some quotations we use in the house. What you do is that you read over and over again. By the time you realize, they are stuck. That's how we do it. The, the memorization should be natural to you. It's not like how we do it in school. Chew, poor, pass, and forget. That would be dangerous. The word of God must live with you. What do you do? Read continuously. It's something I've adopted now. So I want to I want to do, I want to be able to quote a lot of Old Testament. So I'm reading. My teacher says, You read over and over and over and over. Do the Bible like two times in a year. But if you can't once a year for a start, just read. By the time you realize over time, because we are not dying now, do ministry for 10 years, 20 years. The Bible will stick naturally. Are you following? 
The Bible is a manual. If you don't know your manual, Abraham Ben Moshe will mess you up. Oh. The person in the market who doesn't know anything will just bring one question. Say, you wait. Don't be too canal. The person is not canal. Are you here? We, CFM, one of the things that is messing people up is that they don't know why we are here. Anybody in CFM, let please get this before we continue salvation. Anybody in CFM, anybody in CFM who does not understand that we are raising people to become effective preachers and teachers of the word is in the wrong church. Then you don't know your church. The reason why CFM has been established, CF, CFTC, mm-hmm, that's the one you know, Central Fellowship Church International. That has transmoglified. You understand? That has metamorphosed <laughs> into Central Fellowship Ministries. We, the value is the same. Are you following? We just want the name to be shorter. Because sometimes when you're feeling Central Fellowship Church International, it doesn't go in book. So I say, <laughs> is that answer very simple? So you don't think any faith. Uh-huh. Have, I, have I solved your problem today? Because mm-hmm. I know some of those ones are people's problems. <laughs> It's not what we are teaching, you know. But how can you, all of a sudden, we like the center of Mitra and Kobuk Mundia. Praise God. But do you still have your central? Do you still have fellowship? Is this a ministry? Is that in your book? Yes. Value the same. Are we all fine? Glory to Jesus. Up, up, Jesus. Down, down, Satan. So, if you don't know that we are here to train you to become an effective teacher and preacher of the word, then you, you over time, you realize that we do what we do because our mandate as a church, in fact, it should be every church, is to raise proficient ministers of the gospel of Christ. That's why we are here. Are you here? So, understand your church and why your church is what it is. So, you have Holy Ghost meetings so you can also go and demonstrate Teaching meetings where we don't play. <laughs> like this one like this. Where we take the thing to another level. Then we have prayer meetings. We have evangelistic meetings. You all of that. Healing meetings. Because we can't. How can you be sick and be going out? Can you even go? <laughs> eh? You should have the healing in your bones. Even if it's not manifested. It should be in your bones. Do you understand? Do you know that people died and they put dead bodies on them and they healed? So it means that. At least, if you are not manifesting the healing outside, let it be your bones. Because out of your bones, you can minister to somebody. And for all you know, your, your problem is not even the sickness, it's money. So then, as you heal the person, then the person will give you the money, then you are fine. Am I still preaching here? So you need, every, you need the people. And the people also need you. So you must be well to minister the grace of God. I said you must be well to minister the grace of God. There are so many things that are happening. Eh? You must be well to minister the grace of God. You must have a certain mindset and say, devil, keep quiet. Now shut up. Keep quiet. Shut up. That's what I want. That's how I want it to go. You determine the cause. Determine the cause. De- Don't let the cause determine you. Determine the cause. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, determine the cause. So, two Adams. I'm closing on. <laughs> so many things are running through my mind right now. Adam, function. Adam, function. Not just a person. It's a function. So, sin entered, right? Into the world. Death by sin. 
Adam became the figure of the second because he messed up. Became the figure of the second. So through that first Adam, the second Adam will come. Adam will come. Adam will come. Now do you see that it's through one man in Romans chapter 5 Pass you all, man. Grace may abound. Let's see verse uh, um, no, not verse 12. Um, where it talks about um, so I'll, I'll, I'll get it that. He, he talks about one man. That one man, eh, it's like uh, it's, it's like in the Greek, it's not just one man. It's Adam. Adam. So Anytime you see like one man, one man, one, through one, through one man. He's talking about Adam. Adam. I, I, I'll, I'll give you that quotation very shortly. So, the time Bible is summarizing to, like, did you just see that right now in Romans chapter 5? Do you see the entire Bible summarized like that? Because it took us to the beginning. And then it took us to the remedy to the issues of the beginning into the incarnation and the manifestation and the glorification of Christ for the work of salvation, redemption, and all of that. It took us, so the entire Bible is summarized in Romans 5. So please go home and read it very carefully. Let me just conclude quickly as we prepare for next week. Because next week we'll look at Satan, Lucifer, the iniquity, the transgression, the ones I asked you to underline. So underline it because I'll inspect your Bible and see whether you've underlined it. <laughs> Praise God. If your notes on salvation is not complete, we are going to just do fairy tales. Because after salvation is a lot more. But your understanding of salvation is going to help you to understand those lessons. Amen. So I want, that's why I'm taking my time. I'm taking my time. Praise the Lord. You can all attest to it that I'm taking my time. So, now let's do some conclusion as I round up. So we have two men, right? We have two men who are men. The first man is who? Adam. The second man is who? Jesus Christ. Hey, did you still add Adam? The first man is who? The second man is who? The first man is the first Adam. The second man is the what? The second Adam. But that second Adam is also known as the last Adam. It is all only to tell us that after that second Adam will be no Adam will be no more Adam. So he is the second and the last. That's what tells you that his work was indeed complete. So that we don't need another Adam. Let, let me give you the conclusion. You will get it. Salvation may say and you find a lot of unrest in your spirit. No! Your understanding of salvation must bring you rest. I know who I am. I know truly my sins are forgiven. The work of Christ for me was complete. Are you following here? And you can sleep well. Because yesterday you thought that what you did was because you did something the, the day before. <laughs> oh, I said, my Manuyo, Manuyo. Read Bible. 
wanu yare ne be ko manu yo manu yo he am in pain sekus ya de asamuni bramus asamu asibi sika read bible use that time to read bible because as you read the bible will not begin to eh 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 we need to change your mind i send back cry about time do you know how we heal a, a drunkard we, they give the drunkard some medicine that like when he vomits the the booze it begins to stink in the hair then when he sees it is as if the one he, he, he just threw up so now your gossip eh, we are going to now treat it with the word of god <laughs> I just use gossip. Some uh, uh, laziness. Lack of zeal for the things of God. It will come naturally. Maybe you've not been through a lot. <laughs> but we pray you don't go through a lot because you may not be able to survive to even tell your testimony. That's why we, in fact, that's why we count on the mercy of God. Before, if God should just allow everything to correct you, you will not live. You will die before your time. In fact, you go and tell the testimony in heaven. We don't need testimony there. So God will have to show his mercy sometimes mm-hmm. so that you can, you can hold body to soul. If you just be allowing everything, he, he can allow anything. He's sovereign. He can allow, you know, but some of us will not be able to stand it. In fact, that's the thing. It's coming here. Like, we are even dead before it comes. So mercy must come in. Say, no, 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 that's for this one. No, no, no. Because my son cannot stand it. Why? He, he will be with you in the middle of the tent that you may be able to bear. That is his assurance to you. So whatever you are going through, he's going to make you be able to bear. That is why when he knows that this one he can't bear, he takes it off. What you are going through is because you can bear. Oh. Tell your neighbor what you are going through is because you can bear. So don't disappoint yourself and die and collapse. Because you have the capacity to bear. That's assurance. Am I still preaching here? It's because you can handle it. If you can't, that is why you can, you see, does that give you ability to pray now? Because you know you can bear it. If you can't, you will not bring it. Will with the temptation, will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear. So I'm going to because I can bear. Don't collapse, don't go down. No, that should even make you sharper and stronger. Hallelujah. That's not dealing with salvation, eh? Are all this not in the salvation plan? Praise God. So, one man, Adam. First, Adam. The second, Adam. Christ Jesus, the last Adam. To only prove to us that there is no more Adam after Christ. Jesus now becomes the final or the last Adam. Amen. So, Adam didn't have the name. Now, just understand that. You know that Adam, who called Adam Adam? Eh. And he says, now I formed you, now your name is Adam. So 
that you must now know that Adam goes beyond the person Adam. Because Adam didn't have a mother. Jesus was called Jesus because Jesus had a mother. What shall his name be? The mother said his name will be Adam. Um, uh, Jesus. So, Jesus was called Jesus because Jesus had a mother. Are you following? The reason why we don't know Adam, we only know Adam as Adam represented a race because he's not called Adam. Oh, really? He goes beyond just a person. Because who called him Adam? Okay, I'm just pushing your mind. When you get there, we'll cross. Now, you're giving me interesting answers. I'm not, I've not said any is right anyway. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, let me just leave that part because I'll be coming to it next week. And then now your answers will stay in your face. Did I say it right? So, Jesus, however, I told you Jesus had a mother, so he was given a name. Now, so, the Adam, Adam, in Genesis chapter 1, is a progenitor, the beginner of a race. Jesus, the second Adam, in John 1 verse 14, also is a beginner of a race. And he became flesh and dwelt among men. Man, he became flesh. Flesh is he became man and dwelt among men. Adam, first Adam, man, progenitor of a race. The second Adam, man, progenitor of a race. So we are talking about two Adams here. Are you following? Great. Let me conclude. So when we look at 1 Corinthians 1, no, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 40, 45. Let's pick it from 45 and see. Are you there? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. Are you there? Let's go. And so it was written, the first man, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Is, it, is that true? Yes. And God breathed into a molten image and that molten image became a living soul. So the first Adam was a living soul. Now let's look at the second Adam. The last Adam was a quickening spirit. The last Adam was a quickening spirit. Ooh. But we know Jesus to be man. So Jesus became the last Adam in the resurrection. To begin a new race. Ah, you're not catching it. Are you following here? So the tomb became his womb. That in his resurrection, he will now rise with the new creation. Hallelujah. So quickening spirit there is to tell you it was a post-resurrection activity. He became the last Adam so that after his work, the completion of his work, there will not be any other Adam. That is why salvation is of the Lord. Salvation will come only through Jesus. Hallelujah. The last Adam. Wow. These are the things that make me shout. Oh. It's not, Pastor, you now have a new car. No, 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 no. No, no, no. A, 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 a Muslim just had a, a, a whole jet. How can the new come? <laughs> Praise God. Look at verse 46. So do you see the last Adam quickening spirit? In your note, be doing the distinctions. Verse 40. How bait 
That was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural. And afterward, that which is spiritual. Sorry, spiritual. The first one that came was natural. I'm talking about seed, seed, natural. Seed, natural. Seed, natural. He was supposed to, he was expected to eat something to become spiritual. A living soul, natural. But the one who comes after the natural is the spiritual. That's why he's a quickening spirit. Are you following here? Verse 47. The first man is of the earth. True? Yes. Did he take, uh, was it not a molten image? Fire here. The living soul is the Okratiasifo, right? It's earthy. It's of the earth. Earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. And God became flesh and dwelt among men. So his origin is deity. His deity. But he lost that form for the sake of man to become man. Are you following here? Jesus is Lord. But he lost everything that made him God. Because God cannot die. To become man. So that he will deal with the problem of man. After the order of the first Adam. Who was man. That is why Jesus had to pray. Ah. He was God. In fact. He was God. So his prayer to some people will be nonsense. How can God pray? But don't forget. Jesus as man relinquished everything that made him to become man so that now he can communicate to God. And where was the God in him? Are you, are you following here? So he now teaches you that there is a God who answers prayer. That you are also sitting there. I don't know what to say, Pastor. I don't know. You know. Why is the God in you? So what do you do? You pray. Are you here? So God will pray. Jesus, now who is man, will pray. He was tempted because he was man. Every man is tempted. There's no sin that had, be, had, had befallen you that is not common to man. There's no sin. What it means is that temptation, um, sin, those things, it's because man. God cannot be tempted. James. And he does not tempt anybody. God cannot be tempted. So for the fight to happen in heaven, we have to now explain next week. Are you ready? No fight, though. I can tell you right now. But it's explained to you, you understand it. We we'll look at Satan very well throughout scripture. Look at Lucifer, how he corrupted himself to become Satan. And when, when, how did he lose his, his status? Together with all the angels that followed him, we will see. It will be very clear to you in scripture. Hallelujah. Are you following? Little by little, great. Alright, my time is up. So, you see that the second Adam is, is from heaven. The Lord from heaven. The Lord from heaven. Now, so, in our conclusion, it's still clear to us that humanity's condemnation, humanity's failure, humanity's judgment is in one man, Adam. Humanity's righteousness Humanity's redemption, humanity's salvation will be in one Adam, Christ Jesus. So what it means is that you are either saved in Christ 
or you are unsaved in Adam. Let me put it better. What it means is that there are two things happening at the same time. You are either unsaved in Adam because in that Adam is condemnation, is failure, is judgment. So you cannot have salvation in Adam. For you to tell me I'm doing good works. <laughs> you are either in Adam unsaved with all your good works or you are in Christ saved the second Adam. Two things. So great salvation plan. That's all we are trying to explain. <laughs> are you following? Are you following? What it also means is that you cannot be saved in Adam. Because in Adam is offense. You are an enemy to God. You are in condemnation. You are a sinner. You cannot be saved in the first Adam. You can only be saved. Now, if I am not saved in the first Adam, let me push you, let me push you now. I can also not be unsaved in the second Adam. Come on! Glory! You didn't catch it. Let me put your mind to it. That's what I want. We are closing like this. That's where the issues are. Two things are happening parallel. Judgment, condemnation, failure, one man. Through whom it all came. Another man. Righteousness. Redemption. Salvation. Did you hear judgment? Did you hear wrath? Did you hear sin? What it means is that in that man is that one. None of this. In this man is all of this. None of this. So what it means is that once I cross carpet and I enter Christ, I can never be unsaved. Because in this place is no condemnation. I am forever. Come on. Come on. You are catching it now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Jesus, the second Adam, is the one who saves to the uttermost. Praise God. Praise God. So you see that we just read 1 Corinthians 15 and we saw that Jesus is also known as the last Adam. Meaning that after him will be no more Adam. will be no more Adam. So the second Adam is after the first Adam. And after the second Adam is no more any other Adam. Praise God. So it means that Jesus becomes the authority of salvation. Author. Finisher of salvation. He authors it. His, it's his work. It's his office. No other Adam can complete it any further because his work is properly complete. So remember that we are looking at Adam. So this teaching we've done, the little we've done so far, is just to make us understand that we are dealing with two Adams in understanding salvation. And I'm sure in our discussion, you are beginning to see that there is a lot of misconception because we don't know it's about two Adams. It's about two Adams. You are either here or here. They are both Adams. They are both progenitors of a race. New creation, man. <laughs> flesh. Uh, born of a woman. Born of the spirit. Don't forget. Quickening spirit. He that is flesh is flesh. He that is born of the spirit is spirit. Born of flesh Adam. Born of the spirit Adam. But we are dealing with two Adams. One, judgment, condemnation, sin, enemy, offense. Another Adam, righteousness, holiness, 
Sanctification, justification, salvation. In one Adam, Adam, Adam. Hallelujah. Be on your feet. We'll close. We'll close. We'll continue next week. I, I didn't want to stay this long. So you're looking forward to more. Hallelujah. Looking forward to more. If you are saved, enjoy your salvation. Don't allow the enemy to mess up with your salvation. What we have in Christ is complete. 